You ready? It's about that time. You're listening to Hoop Waves with Marlena Rodriguez. Hi, Hoop listeners. Welcome back to Hoop Waves podcast. Um, I'm hope I'm hoping everyone during this quarantine is doing well and um, you know hanging in there. This has turned out to be a quarantine series podcast, so um, I'm bringing in someone that's really exciting that I can't wait to talk to. Um, he's pro athlete for um, about 20, 12 years, and he's traveled over, like around the world and you know, he's a businessman, a creator, and I'm just so excited to have him on to join us. So everyone, please welcome Sean Marshall. Woo! Welcome, Sean. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me on. Thank you for doing this. And I, and I realized that it was just your birthday a couple days ago or a week ago. So happy belated birthday. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it. 35 years old. 35. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 35 is a new 25 of how everyone's aging now. So <laughs> I, hope so. I hope so. Yeah. And you being an athlete, I'm sure, you know, staying in shape is like, it makes you look so young. So good job on that. <laughs> appreciate it. I appreciate um, it. So my birthday is actually on the 21st of April. So I need some ideas. What did you do for your birthday? If you don't mind me asking. Um... I didn't do too much. I mean, obviously the circumstances that we're under now mm-hmm. uh, kind of messed those birthday plans up. But um, just in the house with my family, my wife and my kids, they, nice. they baked me a cake and uh, <laughs> made me uh, my favorite meals. And that's basically the most that we had that we had to do being in the house. Right. Well, you know, good food is always a plus. So can't argue with yeah, that. <laughs> Um, okay. So you were a pro athlete. I'm so excited to talk to you about this because, you know, everyone has the dream of being pro and sometimes it's not always the case. Sometimes they have to go a different route, but you actually succeeded with that. So what made you play basketball and did you ever see yourself becoming a pro? Um, it started for me when I was about seven. Uh, I actually loved football and, um, my dad, uh, he was a football player. He went to training camp with the Dallas Cowboys. So I just wanted to follow uh, in his footsteps. Mm-hmm. And um, but I remember one off season uh, from football, he told me that he wanted me to play basketball to stay in shape and you know uh, yeah. just you know open my eyes up to a different sport. And I really just did not want to do it. I begged him <laughs> not to make me do it, but <laughs> I actually ended up loving it. And uh, from there, I stopped playing football and been playing basketball ever since and uh I've always had dreams of being a professional basketball player obviously uh being from the United States and wanting to play in the NBA the, mm-hmm. the best league in the world that was always a dream for me um I really didn't I really didn't think if I was going to make it or not I just always just strived to make it so I, it it wasn't it wasn't something that um I thought about it at a young age if if I was going to be able to make it or not I just work towards it and right. try to get to the highest level that I can get. Awesome. Well, you know, kudos to your dad <laughs> making your <laughs> yeah, career. Changed my life. <laughs> um, I'm sure when you got that paycheck, you got him a big surprise probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I take care of them. So Nice. Um, so being a pro, I think everyone always wants to know what, how do you become a pro athlete? What are the key um, things that can Per, like um, push you towards that so coming from your experience and the advice that others have what makes someone a pro rather than just talent um it's crazy because I always get asked this question you know having played overseas for 12 years mm-hmm. and having a pretty successful career and playing at a high level over there um I got a lot of the younger guys who always ask me this and I always tell them all the same thing it's at first it's, it's all about it starts with the work ethic for sure. Um, that's the most important thing. Uh, if, if you're not working on your craft and becoming the best at it that you could become, mm-hmm. you have no shot. But along with that is you have to have the right exposure and you have to, you have to be, um, I don't like to say lucky because you know, I'm a believer in God, but, mm-hmm. um, you have to be blessed slash lucky, you know? Right. And, um, cause you know, there's plenty of guys I play in the Drew league, every summer and uh there's so many guys who are talented are good players yeah. just as good as some guys who who play overseas or even in the nba 
but they'll never get a shot to be a professional. And, you know, it's just it's kind of being in the right place at the right time and having those opportunities. And when you do get that opportunity, making the most of it. From there, uh, you know, you can it can blossom into a long career or you can play for three, four careers. It, it all depends. But um, you just have to be a little lucky. But for sure, the most important thing is uh, staying in the gym or staying on the field or whatever mm-hmm. your whatever your profession is. It's, it's working at it night and day um, because everybody's trying to do it. And it's just getting yeah. ready for that one opportunity that you're going to have. And uh, will you be able to make the most out of it? Yeah, I think you totally hit the nail on the head of saying that, especially now social media and the sport being so global and, you know, the percentage of making it is kind of getting smaller and smaller by the day. And so generation by generation, it gets so big and people always, it's not bad to have dreams, but sometimes you need to curve your dream or kind of slant it a little bit and kind of, you know, make, make its way. But, but that's really good advice that, um, not having the talent and, you know, you see all these college guys and sometimes, um, whether they're at Duke or Kentucky or these high division ones, it's crazy, but most of them don't go into the NBA, um, kind of like two or three, um, of them do per, per year, it seems like, or not even per year, but you know, it's, it's just that high level of, um, competition. So it's crazy. I mean, it's, it's the best. Everybody can't go to the NBA. You, just, mm-hmm. you think about the percentages of people who go to the NBA. It's, it's such a exclusive league. You know what I mean? Right. It, it, it's all it, for sure. Everybody in the NBA is super talented, but it's also about those people who you know they got that opportunity. So, um, yeah, and I, I also want to. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, so no worries. Oh, okay, I also want to say too that you being a pro athlete. It, just being in the NBA, you're still considered a pro, but I think people see a different eye to it um, from being overseas rather than the NBA because pe- the NBA, you know, marketing and the pivotal of the mountaintop is kind of like yeah. shatters everything else. But I don't want to take away from playing overseas because I feel like that experience is, you know, it's just whichever how you look at it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you look at the NBA, it's the, it's the best league in the world, regardless of uh, – how, how you how you how you look at it in mm-hmm. terms of your pro playing overseas? You want to play in the NBA. They they get paid the most money. Um, you get to fly in private planes. And yeah. And that's a little bit different than in Europe, you know. But what, the way I look at it is, am I able to support my family, mm-hmm. myself, uh, make a living doing this? Am I able to buy a house, have nice things, save money, invest in certain things? Right. And uh, if I can check all those boxes at the end of the day, that's all that matters to me. Because when I'm done playing, um, yeah, it would be nice to say uh, that I played in the NBA, but have I set up a life for myself totally. provided by basketball? That's the most important thing, and that's always been the most important thing for me. So I look at it like that. Yeah, that's really a good mindset to have because, um, you know, the other side of the sport is all mental, and that's a whole other story. Um, but But that's really good that you have that mindset because, you know, not everyone's – it's just like during the game, someone might have this um, crazy run during the season, but then they go away because whether they got injured and their names on the highlights anymore and everything like that. So you just need to, you know, find your, find your sweet spot and just take care of the back, back, um, the back end of it. Like how you said, taking care of your family. So that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Um, So you've played in, I believe five countries um, China, Japan, France, and German, and is there another one I'm missing? Uh, Turkey. Turkey, Turkey. Okay. I never played in China. I never played. Oh in China. no. I played in Japan. Oh Japan, okay. Turkey, Germany, France, and I'm missing one. Dubai. Yeah, oh Dubai. wow. Okay. Yeah. So you've been around. So you've been around the gloves. Your passport's kind of nice. Um, yeah. You're so stamped up. You're stamped up. <laughs> you're stamped up for sure. Um, so playing in those different countries, what have you learned? Because I want to say the culture is different from each country. I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. I, I think uh, living in these different places it it's helped develop me into um, a more well-rounded person. Um, there's just something about going to a country and having to adapt to somebody else's culture that you might mm-hmm. not be 
uh, familiar with and and just being respectful to those people. Um, right. Uh, it, it definitely opens your eyes because before going over to Europe and into Asia, you know, I knew one way of living and that was being in the United States. And um, I, I, I definitely appreciate all the all the different places that I've lived mm-hmm. because I've, I've got to appreciate all, all the things that they do different from, from our culture. And I, I think I would like to think that I, I take a little bit of, um, from every place that, that I've been and I've kind of shaped who I am today and not just me for my family too. I, mm-hmm. Like I, I look at it like for me growing up in California, I never, never went outside of California <laughs> What I never went outside of Southern California as a kid, and yeah. yet my kids who have you know been to Paris and mm. uh, been to Turkey and been to Germany and been everywhere, and they they have all these memories, and it's really shaped them into being kids who uh, appreciate um, the little things because mm-hmm. you know if you can't go somewhere and walk into a grocery store and get the kind of ice cream you want because um, you're not back home in the United States. For a kid, that's important, you know. So right. just, just being appreciative of of those small things, I, like I love that my kids have been taught those values, and even as a as an adult, I'm, I'm taught those values too. That's awesome, and I'm sure, you know, every kid it just opens their eyes even more, and it just gives them, you know, that whole entire world right in front of their eyes. So that's really amazing. Yeah. So kudos to you. I, if I, you want to adopt me, I'm up for it. So I have a passport. I'm not, I'm not taking any more kids. I'm <laughs> okay. I tried, guys. I tried. Um, okay. So playing in these, I know how you said you take um, your kids to Paris and all these wonderful places. Is it tough getting comfortable from how you said that you wouldn't really go out of California or even Southern California? Was it ever um, kind of you know, mentally and um, just trying to get used to the different surroundings when you played? Um, now, now it's pretty easy for me. Uh, I think, I think what helped me grow up uh, in terms of that was when I left uh, California when I was 17 years old, I went to Boston College. That was the first time I kind of got away from home and was out on my own. So being on the East Coast, it was just completely different from the West Coast right. in terms of weather and and everything um I, I went through um my tough times then and then uh my rookie season i went to i had to go to turkey and um i did not want to go like i i didn't want to go to europe in general you know mm-hmm. I, I had dreams of playing in the nba i didn't make it and knowing that i had to go to europe regardless of how much money i was playing for or anything like that i just didn't want to go so um Actually, I, I never knew anything about Turkey, so that was definitely a tough year for me. But I think I think the biggest thing about going to these places and um, living in the, uh, different parts of the world is, yeah, if you go over there with a mindset of uh, I really don't want to do this, and I'm just here until it's time for me to go home. I'm going to be here for eight months. I'll mm-hmm. just sit in my house and just keep to myself and not talk to the people. If you go over with that mindset, I think it, it's extremely difficult to get through those times. But if you go up there with an open mind and you engage with the people and the culture and the food and, and all these two different things, I think that it makes for a better experience for you. So that's what I try to do now as I'm older. That's really that's really smart. Um, I know it's kind of tough because, you know, you see all these young athletes um, going out of college really soon or even some doing – um, not even going to college and they're going overseas to play. And I just yeah. always think like, what's their mindset like? Because they're all around their family and friends, but then you go and you're surrounded by people who love the sport too, but I don't think it's the same. No, it's definitely not. And, and in terms of it's business. So right. you go from playing, you go from playing, um, you know, for, for fun in high school mm-hmm. or for the pride of your school and college, to it, it it turns into a totally different ball game it's just it's a everything is a business and there's no friends in it and it, yeah it, i mean obviously you have friends but, but everyone's certain, fighting for a spot <laughs> that's what i'm saying so it's a stuff I, I can't imagine i, I really can't imagine because i went over at 22 for the first time and mm-hmm. some of these guys are going at 17 now like uh i look at like Lamelo and right you know 
I'm in a group chat with Lamelo. We're all we're all always talking, and mm-hmm. just to see him go overseas to Australia and just do that at such a young age is I I don't know if I would have been able to do it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna pick your brain a little bit. Speak. I was gonna mention Lamelo Ball and RJ, but since you already went there, um, okay. What advice? I know you say you talk to him, and I'm not. Obviously, I'm not shocked that you do because um, I've seen you. Um, work out with Lonzo with ProVisions and we'll get to that later but what kind of advice have you given him and what questions has he always as has he asked you also um the crazy thing about LaMelo is I I, I, ne- I heard a lot about Melo before I actually met him but um before last summer when he he's uh Gary Clark who who runs the uh, next league team he came to me and said uh, what what I thought about adding Lamelo um, to the team, and I, you know, I didn't have any thoughts on it because I didn't know Lamelo. But mm-hmm. after meeting him, I think he gets a bad rap on um, being this selfish kid who yeah. thinks that he deserves all. He's he's nothing like that. He's nothing like it. He, he's, you know, he's he's a humble kid. He just wants to be good. He, I mean, he wants to be great. He wants to be the best. And right. <clears throat> you know, like if you were to come in our group chat, you know we're all joking and LaMelo's right there with us. And you would never think that this kid is, has the potential to be the number one pick, you know, mm-hmm. but he's just a kid who wants to be good. And he listens to everybody's advice, you know, Marvell Harris, who's also plays overseas, who plays on our new league team. Mm-hmm. He's like a big brother to Melo. And I'm always seeing Melo asking, you know, for advice. Um, Cause they both played in Australia. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I never played there. So I, I really can't, I really don't answer those questions when you ask about the things in Australia and the league and, mm-hmm. you know, how they do things there. But um, he definitely seeks advice from the older guys and not necessarily guys who played in the NBA, but anybody who's played. Right. You know what I mean? And that, that, that just speaks volumes to him because uh, that shows that he respects everybody. Yeah. So. That's awesome to hear, too, because, I, you know, there's pros and cons that come with the spotlight that he has over over his head constantly or in front of his face. So, you know, a lot of opinions. That's just how the world world um, operates sometimes. Everyone has an opinion. But I think that's really good that, um, that you said that it sounds like his character is really in a good place and um, he's humbled and he seems really thoughtful and like nice when he's speaking to fans and you know it just, he just gives off a good vibe that i that yeah, i can tell sure. a good kid. yeah a good kid for sure. totally um okay so from all the places you played at do you have a favorite place um turkey by far is my favorite place turkey it's, it's, everybody always like is shocked when i say that but <laughs> they're like you've been turkey to is, japan you've been turkey is, <laughs> turkey is awesome though it's, it's yeah. really an awesome place i played there for seven years yeah. Um, I have a lot of friends there, so it feels like my second home, and uh, just a lot of great memories. I love the people. I love the food. The league is great. Nice. Um, I, also, they, they, I mean, it's a little different now because the economy's um, mm-hmm. gone bad there a little bit, but they used to pay a ridiculous amount of money, so that was also a plus. <laughs> You're like, I'll and, take that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, it's just a great overall place. I yeah. love it there. Um, I miss it. Um, but I definitely, this was my first season playing in Japan. And, uh, I think as a, as an older player now, I think that that's a, that's a better place for me. Um, more slowed down, relaxed. Right. I, I like it there. So those two places for sure. Nice. Well, that's really cool. So I'll take your, um, word for it. I'll be, I'll be over there soon after all this confrontation with the world. So <laughs> yeah, you should go to Istanbul. It's unbelievable. City. Okay. Nice. Okay. So moving, transitioning over the business part of things. So Pro's Vision. I'm pretty sure some people or everyone should know Pro's Vision. Um, you guys created um, this training company. You're co-founder of it. Also, I believe it's Darren Collison who's probably the head of it all. But yep. the motto that you guys go with with that company is teaching athletes how to train, recover, and think like pros. So first off, what made you want to create this training company? Um, well, Darren's one of my best friends and throughout the years have, you know, talked about something that we can, that we can do for, uh, kids who come from our area, area, which is the Inland Empire. Mm -hmm. Um, and we want them to have 
it better than what we had because we a lot of times we had to drive to LA to get what we're giving to these kids now. So we wanted to give them something that they could have in their area. And then from there, obviously blossom out to doing pros and different college guys and things like that. But it was originally for those kids from our area, the top kids or even young kids who are are aspiring to be uh, college basketball players. That's really cool. um, We we sat down one day, came up with this idea, how we're going to do things. And um, I want to say... Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I think next month will be a year that we opened up. Um, we started training the kids, and we had a way that we wanted to do things. Mm-hmm. With more Because, you know, everybody's a trainer now. Right. That's just the way the world works. <laughs> right, but yeah. There's a lot of bad trainers out there. There's also good trainers. But mm-hmm. we wanted to be those trainers that who we, we live that life that these kids are trying to get to. So yeah. our experience mixed in with games-like training. Mm-hmm. Um, actually playing defense, moving on the kids, being physical with them. We do all that. And uh, all of our trainers who are involved in this company do the same thing. So that's what we try to do with that company. That's really cool. And like you said, everyone is kind of, whether they're being an influencer now or a trainer or, you know, there's like the world is kind of forming in a weird way right now. But like you said, there's tons of them out there. But I think how you guys separate yourselves is also um, the people who you are and what you bring to the table, because I feel like not having the experience, it's much more difficult to, um, you know, attract people, um, because you have to do it like at a certain way, but you've actually done the experience. You came to where they came from. And I think that's really cool that you're, that you given back and, you know, wanting to share it and grow it even more. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. So, you talked about when the process of the company, but around how long would you say it took to, you know, complete the company name, graphic, everything, getting the people around you? Um, it was, it was we moved pretty fast. Uh, nice. I, Darren was still in season. He was at the end of the season going into the playoffs with Indiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, there's a third guy that we uh, that we did this with. His name is Calvin Mitchell, uh, another friend of Darren's. And uh, me and Calvin were here, so we started with uh, we started with Big O. Big O was our first kid that we yeah. reached out to um, from USC. He's going to be in the draft this year. He's like a top five guy. Yeah, he came and, from Chino um, Hills, also one of that yeah, big five yeah. squad. <laughs> so we started with him and uh, Cedric Altman, who's at Pepperdine now. Yep, and. and one more kid, Denim Dawson, who's going to be also going to be D1 athlete, who was at Colony High School this year. Um, so those three, and we, we didn't have, we, it was just us us in the gym with those three, and we hadn't even, we, we were working on the logo and, um, and all the behind-the-scenes stuff, but mm-hmm. we were also in the gym training those guys. Nice. And I want to say it took about, uh, about a month after from training those guys, um, like behind the scenes to opening up the company with the logo and everything uh, up and our, running. Yeah, exactly everything up and running. So I would say it was it was about a month. It was wow. about a month, and then from there we just step by step. Um, we try to have Normatex. I don't know what you know if, if you know what those are. Those are like recovery machines. So we had we started with one Normatex. Yeah, I've and seen those. We, we started getting more and more. So nice. We had air guns and all that stuff. So we started probably with I would say about one or two of each things that we wanted to provide with the kids mm-hmm. for the kids. And then from there, we just kept growing and growing every month. So I, I would, I would say it was about a month before we got everything lifted off the ground. Wow. Kudos to you guys. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty easy. also when you have Derek Carlson. And no. Yeah. <laughs> it helps to have an NBA player exactly, and a, exactly. who has so, many friends and amazing PR. Yeah, was, exactly. <laughs> when he's, when, when you've got, when you have Darren Carlson reaching out to you yeah. uh, as a high school kid to come train with us, it's, it's, <laughs> I, I can only imagine if I was a high school kid and I had an NBA guy just pop up in my DMs just yeah. asking me to come train. You know, so. Be like, is this the is this a fluke? Are you guys messing <laughs> exactly. with me? Exactly. So it's it's easy when you have that. Yeah, totally. And everyone should know, but Darren Collison, he played for Clippers, Indiana, and a few others, and he did about twelve years. I want to I want to say in the NBA and he came from UCLA. So, but yeah, he's a great guy and, um, that's a really good, really good partner to have alongside you. So. 
Yeah, for sure. That's my guy. But he, he, he we, we, this, we had some big plans. Um, you know, obviously, what's going on with the coronavirus? Right. Uh, we had some some amazing things that were that were going to go down in in the spring slash summer. Um, oh. Hopefully, that we could still do some things in the summer. But yeah, um, we're really kind of bummed out. But you know, those things aren't going to go away. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're still going to provide those kids with those opportunities that we had at some point if it's not this year then the next year but um definitely be on the lookout um for us having some unbelievable uh opportunities for our kids and uh both high school and college and uh we'll definitely have some more nba guys and overseas guys in, in the gym and nice. once this thing's over so um if you don't know about us just follow us on instagram and um support us yeah totally um, and I was going to also ask you who, well, you said it's available to pretty much everyone, but how does someone get involved? Do they reach out? Do they DM you, email you? Like, how does someone do that? In terms of the kids training with us? Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, we have a website. Um, so if you go to our Instagram, uh, we have our website link on there. You can, we have a Twitter, we have a Facebook. So, okay. uh, we have business, business cards that we, uh, hand out. So, um, a lot of it at this point is where it's announced, um, or coming across our Instagram page. And right. then we'll get a hit, we'll get a hit on the website, and then obviously we have somebody who who works the social media side of our thing, mm-hmm. uh, things with the company, and they 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 put them in contact with the right people. Um, but the one thing that we I, I always try to stress, and we as a team always try to stress to the parents um, or the kids is this is not like a babysitting thing for us. Right. We have the kids that take it serious. We, we pass on a lot of kids and yeah, but we, we, we make sure that they understand if they come into the gym, that they're going to come to work and they're going to take it serious. And if, if you don't want to do that, then we're not the right team of people for you. Right. It's not like a YMCA type of thing. Exactly. It's not that. And we we never designed our company to be Mm -hmm. that way. So, um, you know, we know we're not for everybody, but for those kids who who really want to work and they take this thing serious and they really want to go far in doing this and create a better life for themselves, we're the perfect fit for them. Totally. I think that's really good, too, because not being available to everyone and I think companies really, when they have that niche starting off, they really flourish. And, you know, from there they could go and build and, you know, explode their brand. So I think that's really smart that, you know, it it's kind of sucks that you can't take in everyone. I'm sure that you want to try to, you know, share experience with everyone, but you know, your time is valuable and sometimes you just need to make those hard decisions. Yeah, for sure. And uh, we're, we're going to, we're going to, uh, root off and, and start, uh, other, other avenues for those kids that they might not be in the gym with us, but might mm-hmm. be in the gym with, um, a different form of conversation that, uh, is a better fit for them who might not be taking it as serious at the time, but um, they still want to work out. We're, we're going to have different different uh, outlets for those kids as well. But you know, just starting off, we want to we want to form things this way for the more serious kids and the parents who really um, are committed to having yeah. their kids better. Really smart. Um, well, great things. And I know you said, you know. The amazing, you have amazing PR. You've worked out Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, and a few other um, great athletes. What is it like working out with those guys and having the exposure they bring? Um, Lonzo was our first NBA guy, um, and uh, obviously we got that through, uh, you know, him looking up to Darren as, as a point right. guard in the league and being a veteran. Um, so just having him in the gym. It was, I mean, that was a huge step for our company. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, you know, just having him in the gym for us, just to get to work with him and, you know, help him with his shooting. And, you know, he spent a lot of time with us this past summer. And um, I think that his confidence grew a lot. Nice. Um, and I think a lot of people saw that this year as the season went on. He, yeah. Yeah. Uh, his his confidence in his three point shot, his form changed a little bit. He's, I'm sure he, when he went to New Orleans, he he stuck with it, and, mm-hmm. and it's it's great to see that somebody who puts in the work gets the results. Like he's like he started to get towards the end of the season. So um, we're definitely definitely appreciative of, for having Lonzo. And then after getting Lonzo, we got Zach, and 
having somebody like him who's a you know a all-star talent in the NBA is yeah. that's huge you know so he he is he's an unbelievable player and uh you can definitely see that in workouts and I, I think that he's his ceiling is even higher than what uh, than what people right can see and um if he can get there he, he can be one of one of the one of the best in the league by the time he hits his, his prime now did you ever make or did you guys ever go back and forth when with a little dunk contest <laughs> did you ever try him out or no <laughs> uh, i don't i don't think too many people want to battle him <laughs> <laughs> no nah, he I, i'm not a high flyer that, that he's, okay that's that, so um I, I think i would just let him have that there's no battle yeah uh, there's no battle with that <laughs> Okay, I was just seeing if you went out of your way or not, but smart move. You no, don't want to, you know, no. you have a family. You don't want to make any injuries. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I, would, I, I know, I know what my place is in, in the world of basketball. And that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so you guys, I looked at your Instagram, and by the way, it's prosvision underscore. If 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 anyone's wondering. And so their website, I believe, is linked to there also. But talk about the runs you provide. I saw, like, how do you join the PV runs? Um, it's invite only. Okay. Uh, that's something that we're gonna that we had last summer. We're gonna continue to have this summer. Um, hopefully, with when this coronavirus ends. Right. Um, but uh, we try to get all the top high school guys and um, college guys in the area who are home for the summer mm-hmm. uh, and we find a location and basically we come in, we, we rest the, we rest the run. So guys aren't arguing or anything like that. Right. And right. No street ball. <laughs> talented group. We create the teams. There's only 15 people. We create five teams. So nobody, nice. nobody gets to pick their team. Right. We match them up by position and size. And what we think is going to be the most competitive, uh, day of playing mm-hmm. and we and that's how we that's how we get down so last year we did the high school and college and um, this summer we were planning on doing the uh the pro college high school by itself uh, we were trying to get little kids so we were trying to we're trying to do more things this summer to you know uh give our kids more opportunities to get solid runs in because that's one thing that these kids don't do like when I was a kid, everybody played, just played right. five on five. Now these kids just train. But at the end of the day, there's no point in just training if you're not actually putting those uh, things that you learn into an actual game. Yeah. So um, we don't want our kids playing at 24-hour fitness or anything like that with guys who are, you know, who might hurt them or trying right. to prove something yeah. to somebody or anything like that. We want them to be surrounded by uh, like-minded kids and people who are trying to get to the places that they want to get to so that's that's basically what we're trying to do with the pro division runs it's a private run um we don't have it every week we might have one a month so that everybody looks forward to it right and um we're gonna have a lot of those this summer that's really cool and yeah like you said you're wanting to be with like-minded people that are at your level or the level you want to be and i also think um how you said mixing with high school d1 d1 athletes or college and pros it's also i believe creates like a mentorship at some times yeah yep, for sure yeah for sure that's amazing um so that's that's really cool i i have to you know i'm i'm putting myself out there i gotta go check out one of these runs i have to see it for myself i gotta <laughs> i gotta show these listeners what they're missing out um but you said also of how you go from gym to gym. So is your company right now, like you reach out to a gym or whether it's high school or rec, or do you guys have a set location? Um, our main location is Colony High School. Okay. Uh, one of my best friends is uh, the assistant coach there, and I'm good friends with the head coach, uh, head coach there. So, um, And we train almost all the guys on their team. It just so happened that that, that just – that just fell into place. But so um, they let us use their gym. Um, so we, we mainly work out of there, but we have uh stance gym in Orange County that we work out of Yeah. Um, for the guys that are in Orange County. And um, we were working out 
at a, at a, a rec center, but changed from there. So, I mean, there's a, there's a few other gyms that we that we work out in the area um, that we just have relationships with either coaches or the people at the gym. Nice. Um, so that's what we're doing now. But our main location is Colony High School and in Orange County Stance, Stance uh, headquarters where like, you know, the Stance socks and right. uh, all that stuff. They have a they have an amazing court there that we they let us come in and use that gym. So. Or in those places, but eventually we're you know we're working on getting our own facility and having our own gym and weightlifting and recovery room mm-hmm. and we're gonna eventually have that. That's really cool, Sean. Really cool, and you know, I really see a bright future for this company. And so you know, it's a up uphill battle, and all you guys can do is go up. So awesome job. Um, I gotta ask if there was one athlete that you wanted to train that you can choose to train reach out and he'd he or she would come who would that be oh easy lebron james okay <laughs> and and darren knows him too so i mean obviously <laughs> he has a relationship with him so i've right. always put the thing about having Darren is he's played with all these guys and they right. respect him because there's not a lot of guys who play 10 plus years in the nba right so you know i'm always on his head trying to get him to reach <laughs> out to these guys because yeah. If you ask them, most likely they'll do it, you know, yeah. but he's not a guy who likes to ask for a lot. Yeah. So. But without a doubt, I mean, LeBron James is the best player in the world. Okay. Uh, so I would love to just see him. Go to see work. him with my own eyes. I mean, I've played against him in high school, but mm-hmm. the LeBron James now, it was yeah. different LeBron James back then. So I just to see him and how he works mm-hmm. and the level of concentration, it'll be really cool. But I also look at Luca though. I, Luca. I would love to have Luca. I think he's like a. I've been watching Luca since he was in Europe, since he was 16, and I think that he would be a fun player to train as well. Yeah, you know, both of them are great players. Uh, definitely different parts of their careers, but they're they're really shining. And you know, that, those are really good picks. I'm not going to argue with you. So <laughs> well done. <laughs> um, okay, so. I love how athletes, when they have a platform like you do, they also do something on the side or even commit to it full force. And you've created Team Challenge ALS, which is, I applaud you, which is so amazing. Um, Describe ALS for others who may not be so aware of the condition. And, you know, I know there was an ALS ice bucket challenge years ago, but can you bring um, more description to it? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, it's a disease that they have no cure for that slowly shuts down your body. So your mind is still 100% there, but everything else in your body just completely starts to shut down. Whether that happens in a, in a six-month period or it can drag out to a five- to ten-year period. But at some point, um, you do die from it. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, very sad disease to watch and um yeah i mean i, I really i can't there's nothing else i can really say about it just, yeah just shut your body down. just just completely shut your body down yeah. but the thing that's tough is you're all there in your mind yeah so. i was gonna say it's it's so scary just to put thought into that um that you're 100 percent there and you know what's happening but your body is not transitioning um yeah. to your mind so that's really scary and you know, a lot of people um, that the media, you know, the media is only a small percentage of what they put out, but it's it's definitely scary. And there's so many outlets that people, um, whether it's charity or certain organizations that they really push for this. So that's amazing. And you're also one of those people. And I kudos to you um, because it, it's it can be really hard to look at people in that way and, and seeing them suffer. But overall, what made you start this? Um, my, uh, college roommate, uh, was P. Freddy's and he, along with Pat Quinn are the two that inspired the Ice Bucket Challenge. So, um, he was diagnosed in 2012, I want to say 2011 or 2012. Okay. And, um, I had no idea what the disease was. He contacted me and told me, uh, you know what that he was had been diagnosed with ALS and you know I I really didn't think anything of it because I haven't I hadn't heard of it mm-hmm. and but after doing my own research on it I, I just couldn't believe it I could not believe it and 
you know, just the way that he was, that he sounded, he sounded like he was okay. <clears throat> and, you know, for me, I, I, I couldn't understand it because if a doctor told me that basically I was going to die and I was going to, it was going to be a, a, a tough death. Like it wasn't going to be quick. It was going to be tough. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't have sounded like him. So, you know, from there I started to donate to, um, to, you know, ALS and just small things to support him. Mm -hmm. But, um, I wanted to do something bigger for him. And, um, originally it just started out just, you know, as to honor my friend, you know, uh, just to honor Pete. And Mm -hmm. as I went through the process of creating this team and playing these games and that people that started to reach out to me and express gratitude and, I started to realize how important this team was and how many people watched this on TV. Um, I started to realize that this team gave people a break from what they were, what, what they were going through, the challenges they were going through in their everyday life. It gave them something to look forward to and to cheer for and to be excited for. And it no longer just was for Pete. It was for everybody out there who was battling their ALS or, the families that have to deal with that person yeah. battling ALS. So, wow, that's really great. And and like you said, it people watching it on TV and you got it on that outlet, which is huge because you know TV time is so rough to get, especially. And having that outlet for others to conceive rather than um, just being at the game or wor- doing word of mouth or seeing it air or you know, days later or something, it's really cool that they can see it right there and then. Yeah, for sure. I mean, our first year, we made it to the finals um, and we lost in a, in a close game. But, you know, our, our my when creating the team, I told one of my best friends who's involved with, in the team with me, I told him our, our biggest goal was to, to win two games because when you won two games, all the rest of the games are on ESPN. Right. So you know, a lot of teams were playing in it to win the money. And for us, it was just to get on ESPN so that we could share a story. And from there, hope that people would donate money to the cause. And, you know, we made a run run at the finals and I was the first person in the history of the TBT to do a sit down on sports center and do an interview about ALS. And for me, I I won, you know, like we lost in the finals, but for me, it was a win. You know, I would have loved to have gotten the money at the end and then we could have donated and Mm -hmm. done all these things. But, you know, the first win for me in my head was to get on national television and broadcast how important the support for this disease was. And, um, you know, because that hadn't been done since the Ice Bucket Challenge. And a lot of people don't even know what what they were doing Ice Bucket Challenge for. Yeah, exactly. So so this team is... It's it's probably the the most important thing I've done uh, in terms of basketball, and I truly believe that. And you know, even when I'm done and not playing in this tournament, I'm going to bring this team in every year, and I'm going to make sure that things are ran right because these people mm-hmm. really deserve that. They really deserve to have that happiness to watch us play, or to cheer for us, or to look for, forward to something, and us to raise awareness and funds for them. That's really cool, and. You know, that's a great thing that you said, even after done playing, you're still going to focus and not going to just put it on the back burner, or hand it to someone else. Um, so that's really great to hear. And I know how you said that this the overall goal was not just to earn the money. And, you know, money is always nice and donations come and go. But just getting that word out and the story, I think that really speaks levels and connects with people emotionally rather than just pouring their money somewhere. So I think that was um, definitely a smart decision that you made on behalf of them. Appreciate it. Um, And also I saw that on the back of players' jerseys that were playing, there was people's names, right? That people submitted their ALS ALS names that who was exposed or um, had that disease. Yeah. So um, after I was on the flight um, after the championship game and I was flying back to California and I was trying to think of ways that um, to honor to honor more people, because our first year we just had Pete Freddy's on the back of every jersey. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I I wanted to come up with a way that we could connect with more people and honor those people and those families who who go through this. So it just hit me that for the next year to have 10 different names on the back of the jersey. So from there, 
we came up with a way that we were going to have, you know, people submit names and the stories and the pictures. And then we were going to randomly pick names out of a hat uh, live on Instagram. Nice. Um, and those people would have the opportunity to to have their stories told on on TV and mm-hmm. have those names on the back of the jersey. So we do that every year. We pick 10 different names. And uh, that really gets uh, the, the ALS community involved and mm-hmm. uh, in what's going on with our team. And they love that part of it every year. That's really cool. Especially, I know, you know, people in that their games, they want to see their self on the jumbotron or something in an arena. But, you know, it's that same excitement that you see. That's my name on that player's back. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's crazy. And, and, you know, another thing that we started this year, uh, we mail those those jerseys to the family. So, oh, that's amazing. Um, so we send those out when the, when the season is over. We send those jerseys uh, out to them and just to, you know, as a thank you and an encouragement to keep fighting. Yeah. You know, I think that just finding small things to just to just do for those people and those families. I think that's something that we focus on every year, and uh, we're going to continue to come up with more creative ways to to uh, continue that. Nice. Well, great job, man, John. You're such a great guy. What the heck? You didn't tell me this in the beginning. <laughs> I, try, I try to be. I try to be. I don't I, I didn't do this. I didn't do this. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, great guy. And, you know, every, I'm sure everyone listening to this, um, that will be listening, they, I'm sure are a fan of you and what you're doing. So great job with that. Um, so everyone support team challenge AS, ALS and, you know, follow Sean Marshall, um, on Instagram. You could do Sean Marshall. Um, it's actually 007. So like 007. <laughs> are you a fan yeah, of 007? That's, that's my, that's my uh my Drew League nickname is the Golden Gun. So Oh really? <laughs> yeah. They gave me that nickname like uh four or five years ago. And oh my I've been rolling with it since. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love the movies. So when I saw that I was like, I wonder if if he did that on purpose or not. Hmm. <laughs> Have to ask him. <laughs> well, that's amazing. Um okay, so like you said, we're um sadly we're in tough times right now, um, everyone in the world and I think you know, having doing this podcast and having people listen and, you know, just have an outlet of doing something rather than just being in their pajamas and staying on the couch or, you know, having only certain limited space of what to do. Um, so since you've been quarantined, let's talk about that. What have you been doing? I'm sure everyone's been asking a whole bunch of people, um, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like trying to get different (laughs) ideas or aspects. Um, I just got home from Japan two weeks ago. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, they were trying to figure out if we were going to continue to play the season. So we were actually over there longer than a lot of the other um, yeah. athletes that were in Europe. But um, honestly, the first week I, I had to get adjusted to the time. So I was waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning yeah. every day um, and sleeping midday for five hours. But right. um, the past week I've just been spending a lot of time with my kids and um, my wife and, uh, talking on the phone because I didn't use my phone over there. I just FaceTime and if people didn't have an iPhone, I didn't FaceTime them. So mm-hmm. just trying to get caught up with people that I've, I've been gone for eight months. So just trying to get caught up with people. Yeah. And, um, now I, uh, this week I told myself I was going to start to work on team challenge ALS. So I'm going to start that this week. Okay. Um, not knowing if the tournament's going to go on or not, mm-hmm. uh, seeing that it's going to be the end of July, hoping that it's going to go on. But um, if it is going to go on, I want to definitely be prepared for it. So I'm going to start mm-hmm. working on the team. And then we have a couple other things that we're doing for ProVision. So <clears throat> along with uh, starting my workouts, because I took I took two weeks off, and I think I gained a little bit of weight. So I got <laughs> I to gotta start to work again. You got to slim down. <laughs> exactly. But, um, yeah, I'm just – I'm – for me, I'm, you know, I've been gone and away for eight months. Yeah. So I'm just trying to Makes sense. relax a little bit and enjoy my time and mm-hmm. slow things down, which is, I'm happy that the corn that, that we are having to quarantine and, you know, you know, in a, in a certain aspect right, of it, right. not, I'm not happy with the coronavirus, but I'm happy that I get this time to spend with my family because yeah. if not, you know, when my kids would be at school or my wife would be gone and mm-hmm. I would be gone two, three times a day doing workouts. So just having this time to just, you know, be with each other and enjoy each other is, is definitely 
uh, important for me. Yeah, what I've seen, especially players, um, that it's kind of it's kind of men- mentally messing with them because you know they have this certain certain schedule and you know games this yeah. the, practices this time to eat recovery train blah 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 and so the list goes on but you know i think it's really cool that they're actually having like sit down dinners with their families and yeah. kind of learning more about them <laughs> than what they've known you never, you never get to do that you never get to do that right you just never get to do it you're, i mean literally when you when this is your life you're you know you wake up early in the morning you work out mm-hmm. you come home you eat you rest and then you go work out again late at night so yeah sometimes i would come home and my kids would already be asleep or you know my wife would be in the bed so yeah this is definitely this feels more like when i was a little kid before like social media and mm-hmm. all this stuff it's like it's it's a it's it's i think it's good for us it's good for us yeah. to slow everybody down yeah definitely and i think a lot of people are taking you know positive things from it which is always great um especially yeah. of the time we're in so so awesome um so I know that you only came back um, for about like two weeks from Japan, which is crazy. Um, do you have any, Do you, are you looking to like do any new skills or talents or anything trying to get like your mind working or trying to learn new things since you have this time off? Um, I really haven't put too much thought into that. Okay. Um, uh, no guitar playing, no piano. <laughs> No, no, definitely <laughs> not any of those. But um, I definitely want to use this time to um, better myself. So, yeah, um, like I said, you know, the first two weeks I just wanted to relax. But now uh, I'm definitely going to find something that, that will help better me. Um, don't know what that is yet, but mm-hmm. um going to look into it. Nice. Yeah, definitely. Um, a lot of people are out there trying to, you know, better their habits or trying to reconstruct their life a little more, um, try to have structure, better structure, and just put that into practice. So I totally get it. Um, Okay. So a lot of people who don't know Sean Marshall and want to get to know him, we're going to have some gain-to-know questions. Are you ready for this? (laughs) Okay. Okay, here we go. Favorite subject in school? Uh, Science. Science, Okay. Choose another career besides basketball. Another career besides basketball. Um, therapist. Oh, therapist. You have the voice for it, so it's very soon. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> You're halfway there. Um, favorite food? Tacos. Tacos. Dogs or cats? Dogs, for sure. Indoors or outdoors? Uh, outdoors summer or winter summer for sure instagram or twitter instagram one person to follow you on instagram i think one i already, yeah that he, you had to choose i'm going with jordan i love lebron oh but <laughs> okay everyone he's psyched us out right now I thought you were gonna go LBJ right now. I mean, if I could work, if I could, if I could work out Mike, then I would do it. But I think he's a little bit too old. Now, yeah. So we oh. <laughs> okay. Um, PS4 or PlayStation or Xbox? If you had to choose. Xbox. I'm an Xbox guy. Okay. Do you play any games? Yeah. Yeah. Every day. Every my day. What? What's your game? My wife pays me for it. <laughs> what's your game that you? Um, I'm a I'm a 2K guy. Okay. I'm always online. I'm always online, but. Now I've been playing Monopoly uh, <laughs> with my family. Yeah. So, <laughs> been playing games that I usually wouldn't play, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely a 2K guy. I play 2K all the time. Okay, I have to I have to get I have to get out out um my 2K and see who see who has the up. So, do, are you a streamer? Do you have the headset and everything? Huh? Do you have the headset? Oh, okay. I don't have the headset. I'm a I only. I'm a gamer. <laughs> Oh. I got one of those heavy duty headsets too, not not the flimsy one. Oh, watch out, <laughs> everyone! I'm a real gamer. <laughs> He's the real deal. <laughs> okay, I have to get the headset. Then we'll make it official <laughs> when we play. <laughs> so watch cool. out for us. Um, Netflix or Hulu? Netflix. Are you binging anything right now? Um, I just finished Ozark. Okay. Uh, What'd you and, think? Uh, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Okay. Um, it, the way it ended definitely 
has me ready for for the next season. But um, I thought it was good. I, I don't think I don't think the past two seasons have been better than the first season, though. Season one was really really good. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Um, would you rather get dunked on or crossed up on? Oh, I think I would rather. What kind of crossed up? Crossed up and fall on the ground? Or yeah, just, break just your right? ankles, fall on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather get dunked on. <laughs> That's a smart choice because everyone thinks, you know, I put the effort up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not falling on the ground. No, no, no. <laughs> no tripping hazards. <laughs> okay. If you had to pick a sponsor or a company to represent you. I'm going with Nike. Okay. In and out or Chick fil A? Ooh. That's tough. I'm going in and out. Who? What? What makes? What makes the difference? Uh, I think I just. I mean, I just like hamburgers better. Cheeseburgers okay. better than okay. chicken sandwiches. Do you have? Where's your favorite fries at? Favorite fries? Yeah. Ooh. I hate to say it, but it's McDonald's, and I don't Me- eat McDonald's. But it's Donald's. Okay, uh, I'm sure a lot of people would agree with you, so that's not a bad answer. They're just so good, but they're, it's yeah. just such a terrible place to eat. <laughs> so good, but it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you had to choose one place to vacation. Uh, easy, Bora Bora. Oh my God, it looks so beautiful. I definitely need to go there. I, w- I went there with, on my honeymoon. Oh so I, I, my gosh. I, I want to go back. <laughs> oh my God, how long was your honeymoon? Uh, I think we stayed there for six days. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're yeah, just like on awesome. island time, huh? It's awesome there. It's, you have like those overwater bumps. Yes. Like, like dive out. It's just, that's unbelievable. Okay. I'm getting was, FOMO. Was, so great. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. <laughs> I'm here in captivity. I can't go anywhere. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> um, Secret talent. My secret talent? Yeah. Let's hear it. I'm a barber. I can cut hair. Really? Yeah. Like men and yeah. women? I've I've cut men and women before. Oh, nice. So what? You do your wife's hair? No, she won't <laughs> let me do that. But <laughs> but uh, I mostly cut men. But I've, I've done some. I've been cutting since I was in high school. I wasn't oh, wow. really good in high school, but um, I uh, cut a few women when I was in high school. But I've I've gotten really good at cutting hair over the years. Oh, wow. Okay. So you have the whole kit. You have your scissors and everything. Everything, everything yeah. Oh, wow. So do you do your kids' hair right now? Yeah. And I cut mine. I don't go to the bar. I haven't gone to the barbershop in 10 years. Wow. Well, yeah. You're traveling everywhere. I'm, I'm sure it'd be tough to find one person <laughs> Yeah. to really commit to. Okay. One thing on your bucket list. One thing on my bucket list. I want to go to the Great Wall of China. Oh, that looks amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's, my gosh. That's something I've always wanted to do. What would you do when you got there? Would you run the whole thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know what I would do when I got there. I just want to go. <laughs> you just want to stare at it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I just want to go there. I well, see all the pictures of it. It just looks, it just looks so yeah, cool. Yeah, it looks so beautiful. Yeah. The yeah. whole artwork and everything. Oh my gosh. Well, I had so much fun talking to you and thank you so much again for coming on the podcast. Everyone, Sean Marshall, Pro's Vision, Pro Hooper, um, Team Challenge ASA, businessman. He does everything basically. So I'm sure you'd want to follow him. And plus he's a 007 guy. So what you want to feel comfortable following someone who's a 007. Um, But yeah, and thank you so much. I hope you had a great time and Thank you for sharing um, your story. This was awesome. I appreciate you having me on. This is cool. Yeah. Okay, everyone. Sean Marshall, um, two L's at the end, 007. Hit him up on Instagram. Follow him. Support him. He's a great guy. um, And he knows Darren Collison. And, you know, Darren might get LBJ on. So LeBron James. So you want to be part of that? Follow Sean. (laughs) Follow Sean. (laughs) And also Pro's Vision. Um, get more of the training aspect of basketball and athletes everywhere train recover and think like pros it's an amazing company um, coming up and just to get more information on them is prosvision underscore on instagram and 
I hope you guys enjoyed. And Sean, thank you again so much. I'll talk to you soon. Hopefully during this whole quarantine, we can meet face to face and see what see what um, this is all about. Cool. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. Okay. Okay. Thanks, um, guys, for listening. I hope your quarantine's going great. And you guys are listening to Hoop Waves. Bye, guys.